Good evening, everyone. This is Jason Powers. Back in my parking lot, which has more cars in it now because uh, classes at Purdue University are starting tomorrow. So people have come back. This last few days have been a move-in week. Uh, and I started my uh, overnight job from 10 a.m. to uh, or 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Sorry, uh, doing uh, <clears throat> doing uh, counter work at a convenience store, Speedway, which is owned by the Japanese, uh, and uh, has limited or no ownership by BlackRock or Vanguard or State Street. So I work for my Japanese overlords. It's uh, Mitsubishi. Um, with some conglomerate of whatnot that owns uh, Speedway and 7-Eleven, just so you know. So, I can justify it, plus it's right down the street from where I live. I've gone there over the years for a long time, so it's uh, the best I can do uh, to make a little money. Um, it has its uh, upsides and downsides. Uh, right now, the downside is it's it is awfully busy overnight. Uh, people will be surprised that uh, two to three thousand dollars worth of sales were made in a shift, probably during the during the day. An average day there, probably they're pulling about ten grand. I assume. I don't have the books in front of me, obviously, but that means uh, the store probably pulls in about three and a half to four million dollars a year. It's a re relatively modest sized store. It's only eight uh, gas pumps and then your typical convenience store layout so pretty good I guess for uh, you think about a uh, mid-sized store on a college campus one thing I have noticed uh, well there's lots of things you notice overnight because of the the clientele that comes in um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of people in uh, dire straits uh, short on cash, using EBT and paying with cash and credit, uh, dealing, uh, yeah, we're not in good shape. And this is in Lafayette. I mean, I'm far from the hellhole that is uh, Chicago or San Francisco or Portland. And I just mentioned those names right off the top of my head because of uh, the lack of recovery since since they put in this authoritarian model via COVID. Uh, Zero Hedge put out an article about this. Uh, I'll probably put the link in the description if I can. Uh, though Substack keeps on screwing up, so I can't post an image to the site without being invisible, so I don't know whether the image uploads or not. So you might uh, not see, I uh, have to pre-preload the stuff in, so anyways. That's my hassle, not yours. Um, hold on a second. So speaking of money, um, the idea about the IRS hiring uh, lots of agents, spending upwards of $80 billion over the next 10 years to, uh, as they, they tried to position it as, oh, the IRS declined in the number of agents and audits and they're being cheated out of money which is bullshit actually the 
people have a far mis have a terrible misconception of what uh, what taxes. But of course, liberals love taxes. They think liberal. Uh, I can't believe liberals who talk about such intelligence that they have have a lack of understanding of what it is to uh, overtax the populace and expect good results from that. But you know, if you work for government and you lean left or far left, uh, of course, you want to steal from people who are out here trying to make it on their own, whether they be small businesses or uh, 1040 employees at a private business. Not everybody works for a Fortune 500 company, by the way. Just saying. And the ones who do, you shouldn't be, you should be uh, spending more time on enforcement of uh, antitrust and reduction of monopolies to create competition or keep competition. It's not even so much about creating it, but certainly you should want to have as much competition as available instead of having these cartels and oligarchs uh, run roughshod over tax codes. See, when you allow uh, these major entities to amass so much power, of course, governments like that because you know what? Then they work with these, they operate with these consortiums and uh, create uh, new problems, which of course is what Google is and Twitter is and Facebook. They've been allowed to grow and breathe the way they have, and that's why they have such a hard time with alternative platforms because they can't control narratives. They can't control the populace, and they don't want that. So, for all the lefties out there, which aren't very many on this particular uh, broadcast, I wouldn't think, uh, they should know better, but they don't. They never do. They're more about power. They're more about winning than they are about actual, uh, their fellow human being. <clears throat> so, getting back to the IRS, if you just do the marginal ability of this I was looking at a actually I used a, a left-wing uh, source Vox which I, I talked about or discussed the amount of uh, audits that they've uh, done in the past or recent uh, like 2019 it was like 0.17 percent so with this new hiring I just did some rough math so let's just say that next year or when they get this all up and running they do a million extra audits and say the average person owes $10,000 to the IRS. Just say $10,000 just for sake of argument. So that's $10 billion. Somebody will say, oh, well, then do that over 10 years. You'll justify the existence. So 1, billion, 1 million people that they audit extra or go after, there's only about 100. Right now in the United States of America, we're roughly around 160 million people that work give or take, you know, 8 to 10 million, depending upon how you look at it, how much part-time work, et cetera, et cetera, because uh, the labor participation rate is supposed to be around 62%, but that's of people that actually have, uh, that aren't on disability and other circumstances, et cetera, et cetera, um, uh, adult population. You, you should understand that, you know, of the 330 million people, there's lots of underage people, but there's also... A certain percentage of people between 16 and 18 that work you know there's the nuance but let's just say 160 million so 100 million so just for sake of argument it's like one out of every 200 uh, people so that's about a 0.5 percent uh, audit rate 
Well, currently in 2019, it was 0.17. So you're talking about doing three times as many audits to pull down this uh, $10 billion. Uh, this assumes you can get it in money. This assumes perfect, uh, audit, uh, perfect uh, recovery rate, which you're not going to get either one of those. So they'll say, well, they'll just generate more penalties and uh, we'll grab their assets. Okay, so you take their assets. How many people do you know have a lot of assets that are in this category of people that they're planning on targeting? Believe it or not, they're trying to part target people between making $25,000 a year and $200,000 a year. Let's just say the average person in that group is about a $60,000 a year earner, which is actually above average because I think it's right around fifty-four, fifty-five thousand in the United States. I only know a little of this off the top of my head because I've looked at the math before, but this is from uh, 2019, so it's a little outdated, but just work with me. So how many of those people have a, a significant amount of assets, you know, that you can actually seize? And oh, by the way, what is those assets tied to? Say uh, a car or maybe a home. Most likely not anymore because lots of people are renting. So what are you really going to get? And oh, by the way, let's just say you see some car. It's like three or four or five years old. It's worth what? Maybe five, maybe ten thousand dollars at max. And then you got to put it on the resale market, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. By the time it's all said and done, the the IRS might get thirty-five hundred dollars. And of course, people say, well, that just means they continue to pay. So basically, you're going to leech and parasite off your, off your populace, and of course, you know that's one million for that one that first year. Now, do you think that they're going to be compliant the next year? Most likely. So now you're going to have to target another uh, one million taxpayers, uh, essentially a new a new a new crop. So over the course of ten years, you're going to target every year. You're going to have to target a, a new base of people. Or are you going to just continue to target the same? You're not going to continue to target the same one million people. They're going to be there. Might be some small overlap, say a hundred thousand, just just for sake of argument. So even over a course of time, you're still going to have a certain amount of uh, people that you're going to hit of that 160 million. And everybody's going to say, well, you know, the employment base will grow. How are you going to grow? How are you going to grow that uh, employment rate in the United States? You've already created this UBI concept. You're also, uh, you're not bringing any new jobs of online, uh, substantial new jobs. I mean, where are they going to work? You've already destroyed the restaurants. You're destroying the ability to want to go out and create a small business. There's nothing about the, the, the Biden policies that are pro-growth. You're destroying the energy sector, which is one of the most substantial sectors available. Even though they just recently, uh, there's a court order of some sort that's supposedly, supposedly uh, determined something about a Biden's policy that are unconstitutional, but whatever. Whatever the case may be, this is an absolute uh, uh, crap show or shit show of, of inordinate magnitude. But this is exactly what D.C. wants. They want a poor, compliant, and hopefully dying off sheep. That's what they want. So I don't see how anybody with a brain cell can, can sign on to this uh, and say that this is going to, in any way, shape, or form, uh, succeed. But of course, I know there's a lot of people who live in, uh, live in sheltered lives in uh, big city areas 
who worked for LinkedIn or whatever. There was an ad. This is a propaganda ad showing this girl wandering around, just just oblivious to whatever's going on in the world. Uh, you know, acting like everything's so great and wonderful. They live in this bubble of uh, convenience and. You know, they show up at work, and they're getting lattes and all this other shit. They're not doing any real hard work at all. And believe me, I'm not, you know, I'm not putting myself on some pedestal and saying I'm doing some hard work. I'm not. I'm doing uh, uh, what's necessary for now to get by. Uh, but that being said, this girl isn't doing anything. She's just, a, she's just a moron who's 23, 24. She's hired for her looks or hired for her... Her uh, lack of qualification. She got herself of you know some kind of degree and you know went to the right university and kissed the right ass and knows how to give pat a answers in an interview. But uh, I doubt if thinking is high on her priority list. But I knew this was a propaganda campaign. It, it just it's meant to trap people into believing that this these things exist out here. But and I'm only going off on that tangent because. There, there are people who live in these bubbles, who live in these uh, uh, big metro areas, and they don't even they don't they don't mingle amongst certain crowds of people. They stay in their little little sectors, and they don't they don't want to they 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 don't want to be in the wrong part of town, and they don't want to deal with the wrong type of people, and they look down their nose at other people who don't don't have their uh, uh, crap together in a way that is dignified for their uh, way of thinking. They're the Jennifer Granholms of the world who keep on pumping this green energy or saying, hey, you should buy solar panels or, hey, you should buy this or buy a green car. I mean, they're pumping this propaganda out here to people who have no money, no savings, and no ability to buy a home, and no ability to do this. And then on top of that, they're going to try to tax the shit out of them. How's that work? And, 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 and you got like uh, data coming out from... Steve Cortez and others who talk about like one third of uh, uh, small business owners couldn't make rent last month. One third. So if a small business owner who's actually in a business that has a has a used to have used to have a, a semi reliable cash flow basis can't make their their payments, then we are in a world of trouble. It's coming. It is it is it, the fact that it isn't here yet is only because they've the Fed is just keeps on. Uh, playing this game of saying, "Oh, we're going to raise interest rate," but then they're pumping up, uh, pumping. They're still pumping money into the economy. Don't get get it wrong. They're not. They're not really pulling anything back because they can't. They got to keep the people on the the stock market happy, and, and the stock market is just a casino. The bond market doesn't even make sense. All this stuff is being. Uh, they are wielding tools and levers. They're pulling. They're going from one sector to another, and they're pulling whatever uh, lever to keep the, the people at the top happy. Keep them happy enough so that they won't, uh, won't crash this whole system. But someone is going to get smart or already has gotten smart, and they're just waiting for the right time when they can pull, pull the rug out uh, and collapse the whole thing. Bankruptcies are coming, and I mean real bankruptcies. I mean, China's injecting money into their, their uh, casino I think they're putting in like a quarter a quarter trillion dollars into their market. Uh, meanwhile, I guess last year I saw a video uh, that they're tearing down buildings that were probably vacant, whole skyscrapers and shit. Now, do I know if that's absolutely true? Who knows? I, you know, you can only you got to take everything with a grain of salt anymore. 
unless you uh, trust the source really well, and I don't really necessarily trust the source. But one of the one of the giveaways though was one of the uh, World Economic Forum minions guy who works for Forbes writes. He says this isn't a recent video. This is from uh, September of 2021. I was like. Well, how recent do you expect in, out of a Chinese uh, uh, propaganda arm or any, anything along that line? Now, if you find something within nine months of, of it occurring from China, you, take, you, uh, <laughs> you figure that's pretty good. And I'm just off on this rant because, uh, you know, like I said, on the ground and seeing it in, in real time and seeing it uh, in people's uh, purchasing uh, habits and, and seeing how people, even people who I that uh, drive uh, fairly nice vehicles who can't barely, you know, put gas inside of them, or people coming in. Uh, <laughs> I already ran into a actual real-life pimps, and I say that without a, you know, any irony. You know, they they run girls. You can tell because it's the same. They bring in similar uh, groups of women, and the way they talk, you know just ascertaining that this is going on in West Lafayette or, you know, Lafayette. And this is, like I said, not a big city metro area uh, known for its uh, um, under uh, underbelly. But, you know, I'm close enough by a certain sector of town that uh, that would happen. So just so you know, that happens and it occurs. Uh, and that's probably, you know, on a scale of one to ten of pervasive... Uh, you know, what I call, um, what do you call it, um, dark industries, uh, Lafayette's probably a one or two, whereas if you go to Detroit or Chicago, it's like a nine or ten in terms of pervasiveness. Um, I'm, uh, I'm waiting to see more uh, uh, wreckers coming around, uh, towing away cars and vehicles, uh, repo guys, because the repos uh, will obviously become a bigger thing bankruptcy which of course i'm in that category right now but i already gave up on the banks a long time ago just so you know um when i say gave up on the banks i gave up on trying to satisfy certain creditors because i don't i, I to be really brutally honest i don't care about them i don't care one iota about them uh they destroyed the system they created the system and they destroyed it they created a system of hocking uh, uh, people to the hilt, which I was complying into. But once they destroyed uh, our eco economic foundation through COVID and stalled businesses and caused mass unemployment and then created, uh, destroyed small businesses and made it hard to get jobs without having to comply to some, some cockamamie COVID policy I gave up on these people and then the more and more you realize how much who owns them and what kind of agenda they have going on uh the the two words fuck you and that's exactly the way i feel about it so i'm not fighting back and i'm not going to ever i am never ever ever going to submit to these people ever when they come after me that's it i'm not going to i'm not going to allow them to just you know, <laughs> I'll take the hit. Uh, that's the way I feel about it. Anything until that time, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to survive. But I am not going to give in to our, our country's courts. I'm not giving in to banks. These people are assholes. 
They are part of a broken system, and they broke it. They broke it. They set this thing up. They've rigged the game forever and ever. No one's held accountable. They steal. They, 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 they go after the smallest people and individuals in this world while they are the most massive evil criminals on the face of this earth. And they aren't just involved, and it ain't just the money. They're doing wholesale crime, child trafficking, drugs, gun running, the old kit and caboodle. And they're supported by the, uh, by the agencies in Washington, D.C. and around the world. They're spying on people and they're trading intel between countries. So, yeah, they can all fuck off. That's, that's, that's me being hostile to the powers that be. Because, you know, when they, they can't lecture me about morality when they have no morals and they have no uh, uh, ability to, to give a damn about their, the common people. And, you know, doesn't mean I'm morally superior to them. No, far, bar, far be it for me to say that's, that's not it at all. But once you've, uh, once you've beaten down on the people enough... And you know that you can't win. And by that is, I mean, you can't win because I don't have a standing army. I don't have 87,000 IRS agents at my disposal to go around shaking money out of other people, shaking other people down for money. I can't, uh, if I start a business, I have to jump through all kinds of hoops to get that done. But if I'm a billionaire or anybody with enough uh, zeros after my name, and I don't give a shit who, how I screw people over. You can get all kinds of financing. It's really interesting. If you even have good ideas or a good concept, which I have. But there's no way it'll ever get launched. I mean, I created that concept. I mean, I really did. And I have been working hard on other aspects of my life. But... Uh, at some point, you know, we all have our we all have our bad days or bad stretches where we all all have to reevaluate who we are, and I have done that as well. Um, I'm thankful to, for the people who've been supportive of me during this time frame. Really, I am. It doesn't mean that uh, my uh, displeasure at this moment isn't pointed at the IRS they're just one of many asshats that are out here they're just hiring suckers that are they're willing to pick on their fellow citizens because someone gave them a paycheck much like our law enforcement agencies uh, including the FBI of course there's another instance of an of overt and naked power grab and using the same people that went after Trump six years ago, basically. And ain't that a kick. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with Trump, by the way. I mean, that's a... That's... That's just a... The, he's just... A, he's a convenient target for them. But it goes to show that they can't let something go. They're, they're using it for political agenda. And they're trying to... And they're, you know... They have to do that. They need a martyr. They need somebody that they can stake to a cross so that they can say, yeah, we did our job. And, of course, there are people out here that buy that shit. Um, 
not realizing that they can come for you too, and they will, <laughs> what do you think the IRS is all about? It sure as hell ain't about uh, freedom. <laughs> there never has been. I've never been audited by the IRS, by the way. My taxes have been done as properly as they can be done. I haven't ever made enough money to make a difference. I can honestly say the maximum amount of money I've ever made in a year was just north of $68,000. That's it. Never made more money than that in one year. So I'm not exactly rolling in the Benjamin, so to speak. Uh, whereas, <laughs> you know, there's assholes that make $68,000 off one fucking trade on Wall Street. Just saying. And that's a, that's a light day. <laughs> that's a real light day. But if you add those up over a course of years, that'd be a pretty good chunk of change. I mean, 16 days, you can have a million dollars. So, you know, glory to them <laughs> for doing it. But, you know, of those people that do that, they, they'll shove at least 5 to 10% of that up their nose. So, who are they? <laughs> I've never done cocaine. <laughs> I've never done a hard drug in my life. I don't even smoke. Now, I've drank. I'm, I'm totally off the reservation here, but I'm just using this about the moral, the moral situations that we're in and how people will generate all kinds of consternation about your your uh, behaviors towards government entities or or people who are supposedly your your supposedly moral betters or superiors or whatever the case may be uh, like i said that doesn't make me some holier than thou holy roller you know you know i i wear the shield of god i mean no we've all fallen short of that glory but it certainly is a, the, the sheer hypocrisy of certain people, including uh, a narcissistic and delusional Liz Cheney, who can, uh, who can still run her fucking mouth and talk about, oh, I might run for president. Well, she doesn't say that. She has someone else say it for her. But the fact that she's still getting airtime, and they're trying to platform this bitch, I mean, literally, how how much of a suck up media can you have? These are the same people that <laughs> these are the same people who used to just you know throw you know throw uh, you know George Bush as much as they could under the bus, and now he, they've uh, they've rehabil rehabilitated George Bush and uh, Dick Cheney and his stupid uh, traitorous daughter into like they're like some kind of uh they're, they're doing it because obviously they're they're trying to create enough enemies to maga uh or uh, alternatives because they know that there's just about five or ten percent of people out here they're so oblivious or too retarded not to vote for somebody like cheney or mike pence or chris christie or any of these other asshole rhinos that you know pretend to be a republican but they're just they're just Democrats. <laughs> Actually, at this point, they're just communists. They're all about the same. They don't care about anybody but themselves. And they want to steal all your property from you. Take all your rights away. They don't want you to be able to defend yourself. They don't want you to speak. They want you to eat the bugs and shut the fuck up. That's what they want. And if, 
if the United States people haven't figured this out by now, and I mean figure it out, think hard and deep, these people do not love you, they don't like you, they just as soon watch you die and, and literally burn your corpse in whatever uh, situation they can come up with. They couldn't care one iota about you. And we're not the only nation in the world with this problem. Um, sorry, I'm just... Now I'm well off the reservation, but the point is, is uh, I'm so frustrated with this. I know the time's coming. Uh, you know, they can't, they can't juggle these balls forever in terms of the financials. And when it comes down, people better realize that the collapse is going to be make the 2008 look like a little itty bitty uh, pipsqueak of a, of a situation. As I was just looking at a thing about housing markets. So, I mean, they've don't they pumped that up so much. It's worse than it was in 2008 in the United States. And now you add in China, which is even worse than the United States in terms of pumped up markets. So, all these things, I mean, it's an asset collapse, which is always what happens when you pump all kinds of Fed money into shit. And of course, the people that are going to get hurt the most are always at the bottom. People at top are going to get, they're going to own everything. That's exactly what they wanted. Uh, and people are going to be, uh, they'll, they, they're going to collapse the whole thing, and then they're going to offer the solution. And there's all these sheep that are going to be so desperate, they're going to line up and say, hey, give me money. Yeah, I want more of the same from my abuse, abuser. Happens every time happens every time people go back to their abuser it's the same concept same analogy they'll say well i don't have any other choices it's either that or i die or you could fight you could fight your abuser when your abuser is the government i know it's the scariest proposition but what you want to live on your knees for the rest of rest of your whatever life you have left whether it be uh, affected by vaccine injury or, or starvation, at least go out swinging for once in your life. I know a lot of people can't understand that concept, but, uh, you know, might as well, you know, when the time comes, and you'll know it, see, you have to get there. I know for a lot of people it's about getting to that point where you're fed up with being fed up. I know I'm very close to that. I've been waiting I'm biding my time, not going to start anything, but when it comes knocking at my door, I'm going to be ready for it, and I'm going to give, I'm going to do everything that uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, the guy I can't even pronounce his damn name, said, you make them, you make them have to pay a price for their uh, uh, trespass into your life, because you didn't go looking for them, they came looking for you. And you better fight these people block by block. Turn it into a goddamn Stalingrad. Make these assholes fight you block by merciless block, and let them rack up the casualties. And eventually, they'll 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 get they'll either get they'll either have to turn to drone strikes, which of course you know they can go ahead and do that. But eventually, that'll get sabotaged. If people started, uh, uh, there was a I was listening to a broadcast night, and everybody's like, "Well, we can't." Get, we can't get in groups of three without being uh, distrustworthy. Well, you can be distrustworthy of all kinds of people. 
there's always uh, there's always been infiltration in every any movement there's always been a uh moles and operatives that have uh, been sneaky and working working both sides or working to destroy you within uh, but you should be able to trust yourself and you should be able to say well as soon as you find out or can can verify somebody's you know playing playing you for a sucker well then you know what to do i mean you have to take it upon yourself to to uh uh stamp out that you know you have to figure out that uh, uh it's going to be a dirty war you're in the fifth generation war by the way uh it's there is no there's no there's no battle line there's no uh border there's no borders to this son of a bitch I've already said that it's going to be, it's going to be multiple countries with multiple battles to fight on their own home turf, and there's going to be multiple civil wars that'll uh, break out because that's what's got to happen. And you're going to have to break down the 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 top tier assholes, and if you don't know who they are, they're the people in charge. They're the people that are called prime ministers or the head of security or the military state. These people all have to be. Uh, uh, dealt with at one point or another when they collapse this financially and they start starving people out and destroying energy You better know that they're coming for you next <laughs> It's just a matter of time and Whatever you have left and remaining and available you better better use to fight these people with every bit of your breath You know like I said go out swinging. There's no point in what? What other choice you have? You can go through the legal system. People are still doing that, and I I commend them for taking action to fight the the powers that be. But they're never going to get the justice in the time that it's going to take. It just won't happen. There's too many weasel judges out there. There's a weasel judge down in Florida who just put a stay on on the the legislative act that uh, DeSantis got passed through because. You know, there are activist judges out here that are just absolutely evil assholes. And, of course, you know, you can't, you can't ever say that, to, oh, they represent the system. Yeah, they represent evil. They represent the government. I mean, come on, the judge in uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell case. Judges have enormous power, by the way. They can, they can just go, hey, I'm going to unseal it. Fuck it. They could have done that. Could have said, I don't see any problem with this. And the government would have uh, squealed. You just say, I don't give a shit. My ruling stands. Fuck you. <laughs> Make the government appeal. And then just go ahead and do it anyway. I mean, if you're a judge, you have the power to overrule pretty much anything that these fucking assholes can think of. They can run it up the chain of command, but you can have it released irrespective of their wishes. That's the problem, though. We have too many judges that are gutless wonders. They're just paid off from, paid off from the top. And they, they've forgotten their, their, their duty is not to protect the government. Their duty is to protect the citizenry from predators. And when you have a list of predators, you release it. Just Lane Maxwell had a list or they had a list of all these people who were pr uh, preying on human beings. So put it out there. But no, they're too scared. They're scared about the reper uh, repercussions. Well, you know what? Do something honorable for once in your fucking life. You know, do something worthwhile instead of being just another... I mean, 
they're most of these judges are much ado about nothing anyway. They they don't they never amount to anything. They're district court judges with uh, that can do all kinds of things at a trial, and yet they don't have the capability to think for themselves. Instead, they're too busy uh, being you know conditioned or threatened or whatever. If someone threatens you, you just need to go around and say fuck that, and I'm going to do it anyway. Call their bluff. Bullies bullies. Uh, aren't as nearly, I mean, you're going to deal with it. I know there was just a story just the other day with the Russian uh, uh, attack. Well, you know what? You're going to have that. That's going to keep on going. You're going you're gonna to have those situations. But people get run away scared because, of course, you know, putting your life at risk and they'll say, oh, I don't want to put my family at risk. Well, here's the thing. Here's how you, how you fix that problem, too. You educate your family. You say, look, if something happens to me or happens to you, just remember that I'm doing the right thing. B- doing the right thing and being moral about it will uh, speaks more to your, your ability than just to stand back and just say, oh, I'm going to just be another person. Just takes, just takes, the, takes whatever these people tell me to do, and, and I'm not going to do the honorable thing. Your family... If they, pa- if they are attacked because of your stance, but if you made them aware that they could be at risk and you say, yes, this could happen, and even if they don't believe it, they will know in the moment that it happens to them if, if they, you know, obviously the suffering and, and, and is going to be tragic, but they may in just get a brief moment of recognition and then they'll realize that you were right, and even though their sacrifice will be, you know, hard and inconceivable, it it it, it still speaks to honor. There is something. There was something that we have lost in our world is people don't do honorable things, irrespective of of the pri- they, they they're unwilling to stand up. This is what happened in, in the, the world of uh, the Nazis in the 30s. That there were some people who faced execution, and especially later on in the, in, when the war started, like Bonhoeffer, and that's just a name right off the top of my head. But there were a host of people, not just him, but doctors and other people who, who uh, knew the atrocities that were being uh, committed and started to speak out, and yes, they faced execution. Some of them on the same day that they were arrested. And of course, that's horrifying. But they did the honorable thing. Their names are rememberable to this day. There people wrote about them. People researched them. People acknowledged them. If they hadn't said anything, no one would even know they still exist. You know, the whole point is, is you're not on this earth to. To just say, oh, well, you know, if I just toe the line and, you know, have a couple kids and, and show up at my job and, and, and try not to be, uh, be a fuss to the government. I mean, come on. That is not, that is not living or that is not a, a legacy worth living uh, to uh, building for. Uh, maybe getting sloppy here. But no, I mean, and it isn't even about being remembered, but somebody will remember what you've done. There'll be at least one person who'll say, wow, that person stuck their neck out, put their, put their life. Uh, and, and in many cases, these people, you know, they had families too. 
um, what was it? Uh, I think it was in Poland. Of uh, was it? There was a uh, uh, thirty days where there was a fight in a, a, a Jewish ghetto where they stood up. It was like nineteen forty-three, and yes, they were destroyed. But they gave the Nazis a, a hell for a month, which is to say, they said, "Fuck it, if we're going to die, let's die on our feet." And they, they, who knows how much uh, diversion of of. Uh, Military equipment and people, and and that's the thing. It's a war. People don't realize, you know, when you're in a war, there's not going to be any. Uh, you don't know, you know, when the people fought battles, you know, landed anywhere in this world. And it isn't just the Nazi side of the things. It's not just the American side, the Russian side. Or uh, all the other battles that were fought, people fought for their, fought for their dignity, fought for their humanity. They may not even have known why they were fighting, but many did. Many learned. Many were also propagandized to. You just you you know that when you're here on this earth, you have to do uh, whatever it is to to fight for what is uh, uh, justified. And you have to know when you're, you're you're no longer in a just situation to where you just say, you know, I'll go along with what I have to, but I'm not going to do. I'm not doing it because I'm uh, I'm conceding to these people at all. Matter of fact, you do everything you can to resist these people and say, no, nah, I'm not going to pay them another nickel. I'm not going to do anything to make this system work. And people say, well, you're, you're part and parcel to the reason why it's going to fall apart. No, no, no. They already triggered this. They already decided this. They decided this long before I ever made the decision. They made the decision to do this. They made the decision long before I ever had any inclination that they were doing this to us. So I'm not going to be responsible for their actions that they had triggered on their own accord. They started this long before I ever got even... even I was doing my bit to just, you know, pay bills, make rent, had good credit, the whole nine yards. So for anyone out there who thinks that, that this was this was my in my plan, it wasn't. I was going along to try to make make. I was hoping this would end. I was I was doing that as late as uh, early 2021, but by then I knew enough to know that this wasn't going to get any better, and it never did. Um, and of course. That's been reaffirmed. So for any of those other people out there that makes that argument, no. These people had this agenda, so by God, fuck them. I'm, uh, I'm going to go my own way. I'm, I'm, I, fight, I fight my battles where I can. I exp like I said, I express my appreciation for people who have supported me throughout this, this uh, situation. And, you know, moral support, financial support, uh, spiritual support, whatever the case may be. I take it for what it is. Uh, for those who've read what I've said, I love that too. Um, if any of the words I say ever inspire anybody, great. If they don't, I hope somebody they find somebody that does inspire them because that's the whole point of this, uh, you know, uh, this uh, massive agenda and massive war that we're in. And it is a war. It's just not a war that we're ever familiar with because. So far, we haven't had battle lines and tanks and uh, fighter jets and hypersonic missiles landing every which way but loose. Unless, of course, you're in Ukraine, 
which is a whole other different story, which I'm not going to get into, which we already know about. Um, so I've done my uh, bit to talk to you for nearly 45 minutes. Um, I had a lot to say this week. I hope everybody out there uh, makes their decisions well and tries to do the best they can. Um, every day's every day you're alive, and every day that you're uh, still making, you know, any headway whatsoever in what you're doing, um, in terms of for yourself and for your family and for your friends, that's the most important thing. But to anything else, whether it be some corporation that's blind and that's uh, going along with all this stupid shit or some government entity, fuck them and the horse they rode in on. And any of the people that work there, they keep on uh, doing it and, that, and not, who are not actively trying to subvert their, their situation or gathering information to whistleblow or doing things to, to uh, expose their, their, uh, the, the, uh, the evil that's inside of these places, the hell with them. They, they've, they've signed on to a whole other different uh, life. And maybe you, if they refuse to wake up or have, uh, don't have the, the moral uh, basis to, to come to that realization, given all the things that are going on around them, then they aren't worthy of that. They have to wake up. If they don't want to wake up, well, you know, um, even during the wars that were that have happened before, there were people that were living in their delusions too. It, it, you come to find out that there are people that are very willing to live in a delusion, that they are uh, that they that things are that are just being caused by they 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 consider being caused by the rabble instead of the people uh, above them. Because they, they think that those people can't have that much power. But they do. They use the money and they use power and they use intimidation. And they have their, they have their uh, uh, power uh, through armies and police and judges and lawyers and, and, the, and the whole kit and caboodle there. So I'm going to leave it there. Um, thanks for listening.